The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Oprah Tillery, your host. Conference Championship Weekend is here! Three more football games left in the 2022 NFL season. Insane to think about. This is our Conference Championships, Conference Championship Best Bets show. Joining me to make some picks to uh, try and solidify one of their titles. I, I don't know. Maybe RJ's already won. I, I don't quit keeping track after I fell far behind. Pete Briscoe, RJ White. What's up, fellas? How's it going? Good. How are you? I am By well. the way, Britson, the next time we do this show, I will be live with you. Oh, my God. Have I? What? Have I seen? I saw you at the Super Bowl last year. That's right. I've seen you like one time in the past like three years. I will see you at the Super Bowl. We used to see I each other every Thursday. I think we're not doing a full pick show on the uh, Pro Bowl skills challenges, Pete. You don't want to get the <laughs> longest <laughs> yard winner on record or longest drive. Who's going to win? Who's going to win ping pong? Yeah, uh, that's I'm it. out on that. <laughs> we are talking. I guess that's probably what we're talking to Eli Manning about on uh, a Monday. So spoiler, a little sneak preview. We're talking to Eli Manning on the Pick Six Pod. Um, Pete, friend of friend of friend of Pete's, right? Aren't you? Your buddies with the Mannings. I know Peyton much better than Eli. I interviewed him both one time, a long time ago, well before I went for CBS. Very nervous. For, it was like my first week. I had to drive up to uh, fly. Maybe I flew to uh, Lehigh, Pennsylvania. Lehigh, Pennsylvania. It's like the oldest high school rivalry in uh, in in high school football, and uh, they were the, they were the honorary captains for the two teams. Uh, up there in Pennsylvania. It was during the 2009 NFL draft because I remember covering it from my hotel room uh, with Mark Sanchez, when the Jets I would, took Mark Sanchez. I, first time I really had a chance to get to know Peyton was I went to Louisiana to do his football camp before anybody else ever went there and sat in a dorm room and talked to him for about 40 minutes with no interruption. Think but about that, was, that. That would never happen now. No, never happen. You would have 14 PR people bugging you. You'd have to like, you know, you have somebody. That was the year I tell you that story all the time about Philip Rivers. When I pulled up in the stadium, it was like 115 out that day in Louisiana, and they were on a, a synthetic field. And I look out and I go, "Who are those lunatics out there working out?" And it was Eli, and Peyton, 
and Philip Rivers. God, I love to hear it. Uh, as Don points out, Lehigh versus Lafayette. That's right, the oldest. No, it's not college. It's definitely a high school rivalry. Um, whatever, whatever, the, the rivalry I went to is the, the oldest high school rivalry. Anyway, it was like a Gatorade thing. Anywho, I digress. We have games to talk about, picks to make. I've got, what is the, um, I'm going to bring it down real quick. What is the, uh, how badly am I trailing you fools? They're all freaking out. Um, I don't know. You I'm, fools. I think he had, I was two and three last week and he had me down yeah, one. So three. he corrected it. So you're not, I mean, you're 50, you're 50% right now. It looks like on the overall record, you're seven and seven. Because you put in a lot more picks on on random right. stuff. I got five and four, Pete six and three. Yeah, RJ five and four, Pete six and three. I'm seven and seven. So if I if I like went six and two this week, I would win. If I if I held on to the Super Bowl, I'm like I'm not dead for the playoff race. Well, you're almost uh, dead. Depends on if you put in forty bets and you win. I got eight this week. Put, eight. Yeah, yeah. And one's a twelve unit whale play. By the way, the Cowboys. Uh, uh, by losing the Cowboys game with Brady Quinn, he won the, the season overall picks with me. So I had to, ha- they gave mm. me an L. They gave me an L on the show yesterday. To, to, I was on the show with you yesterday for part. Yeah, of they gave you me an L. They, you didn't seem um, thrilled at uh, Brady's uh, Woody Johnson chick. I didn't care about it, but it was like, ah, what are you doing? <laughs> well, I just like to bring attention to his his stuff so people give him crap. Yeah, he said. Uh, anyway, you know we don't need to talk about it. Um, the uh, as we mentioned, two and three, two and three for Pete and RJ, three and four for me last week, and we have two games on the docket. Is uh, we'll start with you. We'll start with the which game you want to start with? Just the early game. Yeah, early game. Going That's the late game. Billy Billy is mistakenly under the impression that the Eagles game is the marquee game. Although, unfortunately, Billy, the Chiefs and the Bengals game is on CBS, and the Eagles game starts earlier. So let's start with the Eagles and the 49ers, if we can, if we can do that. Um, yeah, we've got chronological. Look, it's, not, it's not your fault, Billy. You, you're, you're blinded by your rampant homerism and cannot get over the idea that the Eagles game is the, the appetizer for the real beef later in the evening that appears on CBS. So we start 49ers at the Eagles. That was me just filibustering until you got it up. Uh, 3 p.m. on Fox, the NFC Championship game. The one seed and the two seed. Way it's supposed to be, the way the playoffs works, it's delightful. Over uh, the total here, excuse me, the point spread, Eagles minus two and a half, and it's minus one fifteen, and it's been that way basically since Monday. We record this Thursday afternoon. Um, no real injury news involved here. The over, total is forty six. That's dipped a little bit. Uh, we had Chris McCaffrey and Debo Samuel not at practice, and Elijah Mitchell not at practice on Wednesday. I don't think that's a big deal. CMC had some calf stuff going on in, in the game last week, but uh, by and large, you know, Pete, this line is. It's it's weird because it looks like it really wants to move, and yet it, it it hasn't. Because I think if you see a three pop up, you know the sharps are RJ. Well, RJ, just from a line movement perspective, you would assume that if this gets to three, it gets attacked right by by the sharps in, in Vegas and whatnot. I'm not really sure. It depends on how they're they're handicapping the game, and you're kind. I mean, we'll talk. I'll talk further about what I'm picking in the game. But if you believe in Brock Purdy and then offense, sure, but but, you know, it's a tough call. All right, Pete, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I don't believe in Brock Purdy in that offense. Uh, I, I, look, he's been good. He was There were some issues last week that showed up against a good defense. Uh, he wasn't the same guy, didn't look as confident, made a couple big plays, but Kittle bailed him out on the illegal formation that he shouldn't have been legal on. Um, but 
I, you know, that was a big play in that game. It gets them going and gets them down there to get the points. Uh, but I, I think when you look at it, this environment, never he's never experienced it in the playoffs. It's tough. The defensive line can get after the quarterback. They're outstanding at rushing the passer. And on the other side, look, the 49ers, if you block them, you beat them. I've always said that. I think this offensive line is the best in football. I think they'll block them. Those linebackers are speedy. They can fly to the football. We know that. But one thing that when you can go sideline to sideline, the way the Eagles spread you out on offense, that makes it really kind of neutralize some of that speed a little bit and opens up the middle of the field. So I I think the Eagles are the play here. I think they win by seven, eight points in this game, and I'll take the Eagles as the best bet. I think both teams will score, by the way. Uh, So I do think, you know, there might be some turnovers in short field. So I'll take the Eagles uh, and the over in the game. 100% 100% behind what Pete's saying on the spread, at least, not really on the total. I also have the Eagles as my first bet, bet, best bet in this game. I have two. Eagles minus two and a half is one. The Eagles feel the Philly has an elite rush offense. So this this elite San Francisco rush defense, uh, that matchup really could decide the game. Who gets the win there? And if the Eagles can do what they want to offensively running the ball and opens up the passing game, then I think they're going to score points. Um, but even if San Francisco contains Philly's run game, I think the offense has to score points against the top defense. Um, Philly's defense better versus the run from week 10 on. Their elite offense can put teams in negative game script early. So you, we haven't really seen Purdy in negative script. So we'll see how that looks. He finally started look shaky last week against the number two pass rush in the NFL. Well, guess who's number one, the Eagles. And not only are they number one, but the drop from number two to number 17 is bigger than the, the rise from one to two to two to one. So the Eagles are in adjusted sack rate, just so much better than, um, than the, the 49, than the Cowboys. And that's what Purdy's going to have to face here. Hertz finally looked healthy. I mean, he didn't get hit a ton, so maybe he gets hit in this game and it's a different call and he didn't have to do much because they jumped out to a 28, nothing lead at halftime. So he could kind of sit out the second half and, and not risk himself much. So if it's competitive, maybe we see something different there, but I think that's on Purdy to make it competitive. And I'm not sure he's going to be able to, when you look at these rosters they are two very good rosters and two very good coaches up and down the board, but then you have an MVP caliber quarterback on one side against a seventh round rookie on the other side and the Eagles are at home and the you know so the Eagles if you trust in their defense which I do and trust in their coaching which I do think two and a half is too low of a number I'd make it a few points higher I agree with Pete I have it winning by seven to ten my other best bet is kind of on the other side of Pete I have the 49ers team total under 22 and a half I think they struggle to get to 20 points in the game probably stays under but I'm more confident taking the 49ers team total under instead of the full team the full uh, uh, under because the Eagles could score some points here. One quick note on the 49ers. You talk about the rosters real quick. The, the we, got, we, got, we, got, we got, we got, I mean, not like we, not like we're trying to stretch out the pot, but no. we got, we have, we have plenty no, of time. The to, 49ers to offensive line is good in the run game, but they got problems in pass protection mm. at times. McClinchy's not been great in pass protection. I don't think the rookie right guard has been even good in pass protection. He's a good run player. They kind of rotate him in sometimes, rotate him out. The center's average. The left guard is average. We know Trent Williams might be the best. He probably is the best left tackle in the game. But the rest of that group is average. And I think if they can get after Purdy, I think that's going to be a problem for the 49ers. Yeah. 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 If, they get after, if they get after Brock Purdy and they stack Brock Purdy a ton. last year a bunch. What's remember? that? He bailed last year a bunch. Last week. He was bailing. He oh, was yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not I, I agree with you completely. If they get after Purdy and Purdy – I mean, like, if he's under siege from the Eagles' pass rush, this could be a blowout. I mean, that wouldn't be shocking at all. I mean, the, look, I'm, I'm very conflicted here because I've been picking the Niners to make the Super Bowl since the playoffs started. But I picked the Eagles to make the playoffs before the season started. And I have 
I have Super Bowl tickets on both, but I have an NFC Championship game ticket. Or win the NFC Championship ticket on the Eagles too. So, like, I, my, I, I don't know why my heart says Niners. I've got like some best ball stuff. Like I, I prefer the Niners advance anyway. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure what I want here. Um, I kind of think that the Eagles find a way to win though. Um, but I, I don't know that it's necessarily a blowout. I mean, you know, this is a. Oh man, I mean the the Niners team is just so good and has so many different weapons. But you look at the Eagles. I mean, they haven't given up. Like what? I mean, what's the most? The most they haven't given up more than a hundred. Well, they've given up more than one hundred twenty five rushing yards once since like week eleven. Now the teams that they played haven't exactly been a who's who of. What the Saints have against them? Run the ball. They ran the ball, didn't they? The Saints had one hundred twenty nine against them. They gave up one twenty. I mean, they gave up one twenty three, one fifty seven, one fifteen. One, excuse me, one twenty nine. Both those games. So no more than one. Th- only more, more than one thirty once. But I mean. Yeah, I mean, the Cowboys threw all over in week 16 and ran the ball. I, I just don't – I think I think I, I hope that this is a really good game. I, I don't think there's a chance of the 49ers blowing out the Eagles. But I do think there's a chance of the Eagles blowing out the 49ers. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't, I don't um, think they will blow them out. I think, the you know, 7 to 8 isn't a blowout, but that's what I think they'll win by. Okay, well, um, I'm shoving the rules in RJ's face in this one, and I'm going to take some uh, – I'm going to take some, I'm going to, well, you know what? I don't care. I mean, some of the stuff is juicier, like the, some of the props, but they're not, I'm not, I'm not taking anything egregious. Is that fair? Yeah. It, it's a, it's less shoving it in my face and more, you know, in golf, when you play with a really good golfer, there's a handicap on one side to make it fair. <laughs> I think when you're in this competition against two pros, like me and Pete, you need a handicap. So we're, we're going to yeah. let you pick some, some yeah, easier picks. Give me, ahead, a couple, take, give me a couple of strokes. Your hand, you, can, use your you can play on easy mode. Go ahead. That's fine. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, so, well, I, I mean, Basically, I I picked out some props I like. I don't want to not mention them. Um, I mean, there's nothing more than like 130. So like that's and that's just. I mean, I, you hate to lay 130. Most of them are like 125 or whatever. But I mean, sometimes just the way that the books put it out there, you don't really have a choice. Um, and I personally don't care about laying 130. Uh, so I'm gonna lay 130 on a teaser. If you can find it 120, obviously that's much better. Six and a half point teaser. Niners up to nine. It really should be 120 since they're minus one and five, but whatever. And Cincy up to seven and a half. So I'm going to tease the two dogs. Cincy is my plus one. Uh, you could possibly wait until a little bit later. I could see the Chiefs getting up to two. Um, not that it you know, necessarily matters. I mean, seven, you know, seven and a half, eight, um, fairly negligible. You're not going to get plus seven and a half. Um, so, I mean, just, you know, like that, just a, uh, just a, just a thought that, you know, you could, if you want to wait and you think that the Chiefs line is going to get up, I mean, you know, you could get a better number. But I think as long as you're getting or you, you know, move the move the teaser for cheaper, um, you know, as long as you're getting obviously past the seven, that's the key thing. Why don't, I also have, ten, why don't you just go with a ten point teaser and lay even more odds for yourself to give yourself a couple winners? Six and a half point teaser, pretty standard. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I got. Let me let me. Hold on, I want to see. I want to see what I've got on my. I swear I did a um, six just, and a half point just, teaser. So, just just for the listeners, like it's fine laying minus one thirty. I'm not saying never do that. I'm just in right. and what we're doing, we're going by record. We're not going by units or, or that kind of thing. We're not calculating all this out. Right. So we're trying to stay close to as even as possible with our picks and not give you a minus, you know, huge minus one fifty and then count that as a win on our record. Like But if he had a if he had a six point teaser, it would be minus one. Right, so what, on on on, on yeah. my site that I will be using, I'm gonna put this in right now. I, I have a six step point teaser for minus one twenty. But it's yeah, also time you know, travel because you're back in, in 1994 fantasy. where they gave it's you. A fa- <laughs> yeah, it's fantasy land. It's real. I mean, I, it's, it's, it's I don't know to tell. I mean, it's real. 
It's not well, I'm saying about the 99.9% of people that listen to this are, are not going to be able to get minus hopefully, 110 hopefully, hopefully for six months. This to the podcast. Uh, they're going to change it. Yeah. I, I know, I know somebody else who told me they have a, a minus 120 for six and a half, but anyway, like I, I think, I think that's a, I mean, don't you agree? That's a pretty good teaser. Even if you have to lay the minus one third, like, would you make that teaser if you felt okay doing the one thirty? No, because I would not. I did not want to tease this week, no matter what the lines were on the in the Bengals Chiefs game, because of what you said earlier. There's a chance that the Eagles blow out the 49ers. I don't want to have 49ers plus seven and a half. What if Purdy gets behind? He's not rallying back for that cover. If he he's down, if he's down ten. If he's down fourteen, is he going to backdoor cover for you? I trust you know anybody else left in the playoffs a lot more than him to do that. So okay. I, I don't want to trust him to backdoor cover on a teaser for me. I don't want any part of the he's, 49ers. He's team. the unknown to the postseason. We have no idea. He's never been None. a rookie quarterback to play in a Super Bowl to start a. I mean, like to start a Super Bowl, like a rookie quarterback has never won a championship game. They're zero and four. Can you name the four Pete? I'm sure you see the graphic. Oh, I've seen it. Wasn't it? Uh, wasn't Dieter Brock one of them? Is it first time quarterbacks or rookie quarterbacks? Rookie quarterbacks. Oh, because Dieter Brock's oh nine oh nine was the last one. First time quarterback Dieter Brock was. He's yeah. the question, and so was Kurt, well, Kurt Warner. Warner was. Yeah. So is he more Kurt Warner or more Dieter Brock? Um. So, uh, uh, probably Dieter Brock than Kurt Warner. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not going to be the MVP in the, in the okay, Super Bowl. If he, goes in, if he goes in this week and throws for 30, they win. He's definitely their starting quarterback next year. But what if what happens if he yes. goes in and throws for 140, three touch, three picks, and, and uh, goes – Nine or with like the idea that they're trading Trey Lance this offseason is kind of silly to me. I mean, he's they still have team control on a guy they traded a bunch of picks for. Like he's not it's this, a, it's it is very likely a competition next year between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. Well, here here's the deal. And Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Usually you are what you are without the exception with the exception of Tom Brady and maybe Kurt Warner at that position. You 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 how often do we see a guy who turns into a star from way back in the draft? Right, I mean, it, it's it's a, it, it's a miracle when it happens. Yep. And so, is he that, or is he that? He or is he somewhere in between? And he's probably somewhere in between. That's probably correct. But somewhere in between, he gets through there. Uh, by the way, the, the rookie quarterbacks were uh, Mark well, Sanchez in '09, Joe Flacco in what 2006. Wasn't Ben a rookie when he – And Roethlisberger was the next one. And then the other one – oh, my God, I'm drawing a blank on it. Who was the other one? Crap. Do we have that Do we have that, uh, that graphic up there? Sean White. Thank you, Victor, in the comments. Was it Sean, was it Sean White or Sean King? Sean King. Sean King, not Sean White. That's right. Yeah. But but you got the Sean part right, and that got us to Sean King. Yeah, so those are the four. Uh, oh, and four prior to this. Sean White was it? Wasn't Sean, Sean White? Sean White's a, a, a snowboarder. snowboarder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the, the, the flaming carrot or whatever. Yeah, Carrot Top. Love Sean. Love Sean White. Um, then, um, I, speaking of late round quarter, one Matt Hasselbeck, seventh rounder, or late round pick, or am I thinking of somebody else? Was he? I'm just trying to think of like the the medium. Um, oh, uh, the I, medium uh, case for Brock Purdy being solid. You know, if you take a guy like Hasselbeck, if, sixth if, round pick. I mean, that, yeah. So if, if he becomes Matt Hasselbeck, that's, right. that's that's very good. You know, yeah. outcome. Matt Hasselbeck, that's fantastic. Yeah, an, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. Hey, let me ask you something. Um, uh, we were having this discussion in chat. So, and this is a little off topic, but I just thought of it. Uh, you, know, you guys are always good to discuss with it. Um, the, the Dolphins are forfeiting their pick, right? This year? Right. So, uh, the, sorry, let me just make sure I got the, 
NFL draft. So the pick that they have is the pick that they're forfeiting is number 21. Will the Chargers pick, which is after the Dolphins forfeited pick, be the 21st pick or the 22nd pick? I think the NFL will call it 21. I think okay, when right. other teams have forfeited like third and fourth round picks, they right. just move them up. They don't right. skip it. That's, that's what it appeared to look like, but there's no like official. I couldn't find anything in the CBA. There's no official. Like, no, no, statement. they'll move them up. Okay. And believe me, and believe me, that agent will move them up too. Oh, that's a good point too. But that matter, it matters a lot for uh, over-unders in the draft. Right. You know, if you're betting draft props where it's like, you know, you, you know, the, the do- you don't get a free slot because of the Dolphins. It'll move up, right? Yeah, the 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 Super Bowl winner will have the thirty first pick in the NFL draft, not the thirty second. So, so thirty second pick that agent. I'm a first round pick. Yeah, and it's uh, you know, who has it now? After the uh, Chase Claypool trade, the uh, yeah, the Chicago Bears. I mean, the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, yeah. Steelers. Which, by the way, I said I got rule. I got crushed for pointing out that it could be the first pick of the second round. And everybody's like, hey, my man. I'm like, well, here we are. Suck it, Wilson. Breach. Um, uh, real quick, I got a couple of props that I got in this game. I didn't write down the juice. They're not. They're not crazy. Uh, I got Quez Watkins under fourteen and a half receiving yards. Just think we're going to see a concentration of targets with AJ Brown and um, and, and Devontae Smith. Didn't Dallas Quez Scott. Watkins have a ninety-one yard catch against the Niners last year? Maybe. He he have AJ Brown there. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, look, he could if he if he beats this, it's going to be a one catch, right? I just think that you look at the line, you look at the spread, you look at the spread, you look at the the way that they operate. There's a pretty good chance that if the Eagles get a lead, they're going to start pounding the ball and not attacking uh, vertically with uh, with Quez Watkins. So I'm going to take that under at 14 and a half. I'm going to take CMC over 33 and a half receiving yards. A lot of pathways to get there. If they're losing and trailing, dump off to CMC. He's going to be in the passing game plan anyway. Uh, and then uh, this is a we're going to give an honorary honorary one to uh, our, our man John Breach here. Robbie Gold over one and a half field goals. Kyle Shanahan loves to settle for short field goals. Not does not want to go in fourth down, won't do it here. Robbie Gold over one and a half field goals. So those are my four bets for that game. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll ba- break down what how much Patrick Mahomes will play, how much the injury will affect him, and the entirety of the Bengals Chiefs game next. There's something coming. Old friends and allies standing together again, reuniting to accomplish a shared mission. Knowing your destiny must not be denied. Give us this decides everything. Bengals, Chiefs, the AFC Championship, and at halftime, the world premiere for the official trailer of Star Trek Picard, streaming February 16th on Paramount+. Plus. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. I guess they didn't want me to do the promos for the um, for the new stuff on the NFL for Paramount Plus, whatever. I just do the voiceover for the podcast. Podcast. Who did, the vo- who did that voiceover? I couldn't hear it. It was a uh, 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 Musso. No, it was like John Luke Picard. <laughs> oh, I couldn't hear it. I can't hear it. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Um, Chiefs and uh, Chiefs and Bengals. I mean, yeah, Chiefs and Bengals. Bengals at Chiefs. Chiefs minus one. A total of forty-seven. The uh, look. This game is on CBS, six thirty p.m. There is a very good chance that we are going to get some Bafo ratings for this game. You can stream it on Paramount Plus. You should have Paramount Plus. If you don't have Paramount Plus, what are you thinking? It's a mountain of entertainment. Go to ParamountPlus.com, and I'm pretty sure you get like a some kind of promo, maybe a free month or something like that. Don't hold me to that. But go check it out. Excuse me. Yeah, um, you can always watch Young and the Restless on Paramount Plus, too, which you're a big I'm, a big guy. I'm a big fan of Young and the Restless. Why yes, would you? You're a big company man. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. Young and the Restless. All right. First, before we talk about the game, let's talk about Patrick Mahomes. Because Mahomes had a high ankle sprain against the Jaguars on Saturday. Um, this line was Chiefs minus two, I believe. Dropped down to one. Dropped down to pick them. Moved across the board. Bengals were minus one. Bengals kept, um, you know, Bengals kept uh, creeping up, got to two and a half at one point, which you know really should have teased the Chiefs at that point. Forgot to. Then Patrick Mahomes on Wednesday does a press conference. Andy Reid does a press conference. They're like, uh, Andy, you know, what's the deal with the injury, injury report? He's like, no injuries to report. Nobody's on the report. It's like, what? Excuse me, what? Your quarterback has an ankle sprain. Patrick Mahomes comes out after him. No walking boot, no nothing. He goes up, does his press conference, walks off, and like there's you know we we showed clips, we showed a clip of him walking off yesterday. I mean, it's like he looked great walking off. Then there's video of him at practice, maybe a little less great. I think Pete that the Chiefs made a purposeful show of Andy Reid going out there talking about the injury, the lack of injuries, and then Patrick Mahomes coming out there like that, and maybe he collapsed after he walked through the door and left the press conference. I don't know, um, but I think that they wanted they wanted to present that in a very specific way your thoughts yes but there's no saying that he's going to be able to play like Patrick Mahomes just because he can walk off a podium and go straight and in talking with Brady Quinn yesterday who played the position um, he said you're better off having your front foot have the ankle sprain than your back foot in, in the ability to push and throw it that way and so I think it's a concern uh, I mean look everything he's done in his career has been off schedule I mean, not everything, but a lot of it. He's great at skipping up in the pocket and making throws down the field. And um, surprisingly, Jacksonville blitzed him less after he got hurt than they did before he got hurt last week, which made no sense to me. And I don't think that the Bengals will back off in any way, shape, or form if he can't move. You go after him, you get a, you, you take away his ability to move, and he's a different quarterback, I think. And so it's going to be a real challenge for him if he can't move. And, and I don't think just because you can walk off the podium and put your foot on the ground, it's the same as going sideline to sideline or side to side. So, I, I look, it's, that's a three-week injury normally. Uh, he's a tough kid. Give him all the credit in the world. Uh, and there was no way he was even wanted to come out of that game. But he's not going to be the same quarterback no matter where he is in terms of walking off the podium. So let's say Patrick Mahomes is worth – I don't know, eight points to the line in general, if he's just going to miss the game. What do you think a less effective Patrick Mahomes is worth? You know, is he worth a plus four instead of a – 
Well, I'm, you know, just or just whatever, I guess. Home, you know, that's my, you know, I'm putting that number out there. I wanted to say ten, but I think that's too much for most most rating systems. Um, would not have it that high, but Mahomes to Henny is a is a pretty big drop off. Yeah, right? So if the Chiefs if the Chiefs play with Henny right now, what would the line be? Well, that's my point. If, 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 if Mahomes if, was ruled out and he just we knew that it would be the Bengals, Bengals would be what five. Three and a half, four. I don't know. Five is a ton to a Chiefs team that it's like. I know Henny's not as good, but like, man, Andy Reid's a great coach, and they have weapons. And I don't think it would go to five. What do you think, RJ? Three. So, so, so we'll we'll first let's determine that injury did not happen. Let's just hypothetically say that. What's this line? Chiefs minus what? Three. Three and a half. Three, three and a half. Three and a half. Okay, so if you say five, it goes to five. You're saying he's an eight and a half. It's worth eight and a half. Yeah, it's probably more like I think it would be more like three and a half. So it'd probably be a seven. It'd be seven. Three and a half to three and a half. Three and a half, three and a half. So that's seven points. That's that's probably about right. I mean, seven points is a ton to the spread, but that's that's Mahomes. I mean, that's fair. So at minus one, are we saying like the less effective thing? All the things you talked about is that worth two and a half points, or is that worth more? We won't know. That's the thing. You won't. I don't know think you know until he's on the field, fight. right? Right. You won't know that. You got to assume. And this is just my assumption because I've watched enough of him on tape that he, when he can move, he's a different guy. Mm-hmm. He does he, move. He's a different guy. You defend him differently when he moves. Well, and so that was that's what I thought was kind of interesting about what the Chiefs did, like making sure Mahomes. It's like Mahomes is playing. No fear. It's like why wouldn't you make him look like he's limp? And like, you know, he's hurt, put him on the injury report, make him doubtful, put him, put him limp, like make him walk limping around out there. And then see, then like the Bengals aren't game planning as much in terms of how they want to. Because he is control. hurt. That's why. Uh, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you would only do that if he, you know, like you would only present that if you want, if you want, if you want like your team to be confident and, and you're fat. I don't know what the, the point of it is. What, but, what was the game where he had a high ankle sprain on the other ankle and he played against the Raiders the week after, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's a different yeah. – and, again, that's – I'm talking about a quarterback, Brady Quinn, saying that, that it's much different when it's the plant foot and not the mm-hmm. – not the, Oh, right. You know. You could see that on the accuracy and sort of the, the mechanics that, like in the second half against Jacksonville too, where it was like, he, you know, he's sort of guiding the ball a little bit more. In, and look, the other thing is – I mean, the two biggest deals for me are, one, the, the, the plant foot and the mechanics and all that. And then, two, it's – he has made a living in the playoffs. I said this like 7,000 times, but I think it's really important – on third down, particularly extending plays and getting out of the pocket and making crazy throws or using his legs to pick up first downs. And it's just going to be a lot harder here. And every time you slide or every time you, you know, you risk like trying to run and pick up something, you're exposing your ankle to a possible hit. Well, here's the other thing about it. The Chiefs, you got a plaster in the secondary because of that ability to scramble. When you don't have to plaster, you can do much more dictating instead of being dictated to. And by that, I mean, when you're defending, and now Tyree Kill's not there, but somebody with speed, you you know your initial coverage when you play the Chiefs isn't necessarily ending that. But when he can't move, that ends it. I think that's an enormous difference yes. if you're defending them. So I, I like the Chiefs here. Um, I think that they can – they're not going to run their exact same offense, assuming he's healthy. You know, they're going to be able to do some different things blocking wise. They'll be able to do some misdirection in the run game. They'll, they'll get, you know, Tony and McKinnon more involved in those type of things. 
um, and they might block for him more. They might, in in terms of, well, you would roll him out and let him, you know, be on a naked bootleg or something, and and just go if he needs to. In this case, you might throw a blocker out there too. It's going to limit maybe the amount of pass catchers you throw out in, in the routes. It's going to limit more, some of what you could do. But you, there are ways to to uh, hide this injury a little bit and, and not just put him out there in the same offense that he would be running in general when you know this injury is there. So I think that they can plan around it a little bit. I didn't want to mark them down too much for this injury because he is going to play. He did finish that game. Um, and all indications are he's playing and he's still Patrick Mahomes. Even 80% of Patrick Mahomes is better than most quarterbacks. Maybe not Joe Burrow, but most quarterbacks. But Cincinnati comes in this game not lacking confidence. We know the history there. Three wins. I don't That's not predictive either. They're not going to win. Burrow's not going to beat Mahomes 20 times in his career, however many times they face each other. This, you know, Mahomes is going to get one eventually. Um, that since he has done a great job of limiting Kelsey in those matchups before. So maybe somebody does need to step up. I don't know who that would be with the Kansas city uh, passing game being what it is, but we'll see this offensive line for, for Kansas city um, or for Cincy might be tested a little more by the Kansas city defensive line, if there's not going to be snow. So we'll see if that's the case here. Um, everyone was on Cincy. I don't think you can make Cincy favored, even with a, a Gimpy Mahomes. That's why I'm not surprised this line has moved back. Um, so I'm on Kansas City. I, I, it feels like they're not as dangerous without Tyreek. We mentioned Tyreek a little bit. His numbers have been better this year than they were last year. So they've been running the offense just fine. Um, so I think they'll score points. We'll see if Cincy can with that offensive line. I think the game is going to be an over. It'll be back and forth and love catching a point and a point and a half with the chiefs, but even at minus one, I'm still leaning the chiefs because I think this line should be two and a half. I like you, what do you guys think well. about the Sixers game last night? That's what they're talking about in the chat right now. For some reason, <laughs> Ridiculous. it was a good game. It was a good game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as well. Uh, you said Cincy and the over, right? Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals, too. I, I just think, you know, RJ, you talk about that Chiefs offensive line, and in the middle of that line, they're outstanding, as good as anybody. Mm-hmm. But the left tackle and the right tackle are just okay. And I think that's where where they're going to be able to pressure him, particularly you're going to have to keep him in there, keep him contained. And I think that limits the offense. On the other side of the ball, you're right about the Cincinnati offensive line. Can they hold up again, whoever plays? And that's a big issue here. But Burrow gets the ball out so fast. And I do think they're beatable down the field, the Chiefs secondary. So I, I think you're going to see some big plays. And I think in the end, I think Burrow's going to find a way to win it again. So I'm going to take the Bengals as a best bet as well. Speaking of getting the ball out early, my other best bet is Joe Mixon over 24 and a half receiving yards. I played it at 22 and a half on Sportsline. Since these running backs had 50 plus receiving yards in all three Kansas City games in those Kansas City uh, in those Cincinnati wins, Kansas City has allowed the most receptions to running backs in the regular season this year. Mixon top 30 receiving yards in seven of his last eight regular season appearances, and he didn't get there to this number last couple of weeks, but he was close, 17, 18 yards. I think he gets there in this particular matchup, and uh, and he's going to go into that 30 range again. So I like playing over on his receiving yards. The Bengals have had success, by the way, against Kelsey. He had, what he had last year in the playoff game, he mm-hmm. had a 10, I think he had 10. But aside from that game, he hasn't been over five catches in any of those other games. And in large part, Trey Flowers has done some good work on him um, and they've doubled him at times. But I, I think, you know, Trey Flowers is questionable, isn't he, for the game right now? He's listed as questionable with a hamstring, which he's the Kelsey cover guy. Kelsey, so I think, had one good good game against him, but he's had two Yeah, in the playoffs last year. In the playoffs, uh, yeah, Trey. Uh, see, they haven't done injury status yet. Um, we'll get injury status on uh, Thursday. He is uh, limited practice. Well, I would guess if he's limited again, he'll be uh, questionable as well today. Did not Alex, uh, Jonah Williams and Alex Kappa did not practice. So. Yeah, he had uh, 10 catches against him in the playoffs, but aside from that, the four other games, he only, he only had uh, 
the most he had was five. So they've done a pretty good job on him. And Kelsey's been a beast in the playoffs too. I think he's like, yeah. Like, if you take him, if you could take him away, which I would do, I'm taking him away. Yeah. If the other guys beat me. Have at it. WWBBD. Like, what would Bill Belichick do? Right. I mean, he would bracket Kelsey, and he would force you to win with Marcus Valdez Scanling, Juju Smith Schuster, and uh, Miko Hardman. I think also limited practice. Jared McKinnon, by the way, that's a big one, I think. Full practice for him. I'll be, I'm very interested to see what the Chiefs do from a running back perspective because um, I went and looked, and I think that the oh, – what did I look at? That the last time Mahomes was banged up, they used – or maybe it was the – maybe it was the – I can't remember if it was the Super Bowl or the, what I looked at, but it was like basically you know they had used Clyde over to Laird Moore, and then they went to Jarrett McKinnon because he's a better – like don't you think they trust McKinnon better in pass protection than they do Isaiah Yeah. Okay. If you watch last week's game, That's the, he McKinnon was that guy. Yeah, he was not, not just not just him. He was rocking him all night. He's great in pass protection. That's what I'm saying. I I think that this will be a more of a Jarrett McKinnon game, unless the Chiefs have some big lead and they want to lean on Pacheco. Pacheco also had those fumbles early in the year. The Chiefs, you know, when it gets to nut cutting time, they tend to trust, but they tend to trust those veterans a little bit more. I know what it was. They went instead of Clyde Rizalera, they went to Daryl Williams, 55-45 splits. So I think we see at least 55-45 snap splits leaning towards Jarrett McKinnon because they want to pass protect. He gives them a little more. Um, versatility coming out of the backfield, able to catch the ball, can still run the ball, and it's only a Pacheco situation if they have a lead and they're trying to get downhill. Thoughts on that? I mean, it Generally depends. Agree. Um, where are you in the game? Because I think I think if you're going in a shootout, McKinnon's much better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, mean, I think this will be a shootout. Yeah, I mean, I think. That's By the way, one thing the Bengals did last week was all those little delayed blitzes from the secondary. And when your quarterback can't move, that can be a problem. Mm, interesting. Um, Chiefs, Chiefs should just go 13 the whole game and just throw three tight ends out there. And that'll help you out with the blocking on the ends and and uh, hopefully get Kelsey. No, Gray, Blake, Bell, and Kelsey all lined like, up. You, you, don't need, you don't need like Valdez Gambling out there. You don't need those guys out there. Just three tight ends. Let's, let's go. That is true. Um, so, look, I mean, I've had a pretty firm stance on uh, not betting against Joe Burrow in January. It's worked out fairly well for me. It cost me a lot of money, a ton, an obscene amount of money uh, when he played Clemson in that national championship game. That was not a fun evening at the Brinson household. However, uh, since then, I've made a habit of not fading Joe Burrow in January and have made most of that back with his Bengals games. Uh, I will keep doing that here. I, I look, I, um, oh, yeah, so I've got uh, futures tickets that I bet like before like December. Right, I have the Eagles from from April thirty eight to one to win the Super Bowl. I have the 49ers from around Thanksgiving at uh, fifteen to one to win the Super Bowl, and I have the Bengals from at some point um, when like at some point mid season where I was like the Bengals just look like a, a good football team at eighteen to one to win the Super Bowl. What should I do with the Chiefs at like what plus two fifty or plus two thirty? I got I got it. Right? Congrats to the Chiefs, by the way. <laughs> If you are, <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go, Patrick. You won the Super Bowl. Here's your, here's your Lombardi. Here's your Lombardi. You, he, you, I mean, you, you hedge hedging if you want. out at all? You hedge if you want. I mean, I, I don't like hedging. I like, um, I, I already have my money, so I have 49ers plus 20, 20 to 1. Like, I don't want to hedge out of that because what are they now? Four and a one, five to one. I mean, I'm, I'm already way ahead of the market. I would just rather right. play that money. It's not like I put my life savings on this and I, I need to get some money, some return off of it. You know, you yeah. should never be betting that much. If you're betting disposable income, I say, just let it ride. Yeah. I mean, it would, I would need to bet like crazy not to let it ride because there's I only, got three of the four teams, right? You're stupid. If you don't let it ride. Well, and if the, and if the Eagles, if it's Eagles chiefs, 
I'm already up net because I have I have a big ticket on the Eagles to win the NFC Championship game too. Yeah, like, it's stupid to let it ride. Stupid not to let. It I ride. mean, not not to let it ride. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, like I would have to bet like three and a half units on the Chiefs at like plus two thirty to guarantee some kind of profit. I think at this point, which just seems dumb. No, you 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 should do that if you think the Chiefs are going to win and you think they're the best team by a wide margin. Just play whatever the market is right now and play your best bet then if you want to get into it. But you shouldn't do it based on what your other bets are. Yeah. I, I just think you you're ahead on those bets. Let let them go. And then if you really love the Chiefs right now, uh, whatever the number is, you can play the Chiefs. You know, yeah. in, in that sense, but not not just to do it as a cover for you. Um, unless you plan, you think you're going to lose the house if you, if the Chiefs win, then maybe you need to get some coverage. But, Ooh, but, if, the, but if the Chiefs win, if the Chiefs win. Then you could always hedge at the Super Bowl too. Yeah, Chiefs will be favored. Um, let me look. We actually, but I mean, why wouldn't you just let it go and then hedge it? Because if you, you got a bad angle on a quarterback that you're the one team you you're playing against has a bad angle. You'd be stupid I, not to let it ride. Yeah, that's what I'm, saying. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not planning on. I'm not planning on. I just want to see. I just was curious what you guys thought. The uh, Chiefs are plus two sixty one. So they're not. They're actually behind the. Wow, they are the second favorite behind the Eagles, a little bit ahead of the Bengals. Um, okay, so save as Eagles Chiefs win. What's the line in that game? Uh, I'm going to tell you in one second because I actually saw these out there. It would be Eagles minus one, so that'd be a perfect hedging opportunity. Right, that's the move. Oh, right, because if the if the Bengals because if the Bengals win and I hedge now, I'm out the. Let's just say for the sake of this argument, put a hundred bucks on that bet. You're going to win eighteen hundred. Yep. Right with the Eagles if they yep. win it. Or no, 30, 38 to one. Yeah. Yeah, thirty-eight hundred. So you bet. What you do is you take nineteen hundred and put it on the Chiefs. I don't think it would be Eagles minus one. Just by the way, because if the Chiefs are win this what, game, um, that's what the Superbook put out based, right. based on the Mahomes thing. I agree. Based, if, if the, based on the game, they'll have two weeks for Mahomes, so it'll probably be Chiefs minus two. The spreads and what we know. Yeah, yeah but now, so the I'm money line, if they win, the money line, he's you could. Yeah, but you could, the money line wouldn't be that bad if it's like Chiefs minus what three. Yeah, it'd be like minus one twenty five or something. I mean, so I could, you could know, you could hedge your bet that way. Yeah, or even wait. Like, I wouldn't school. even. I wouldn't even. I'm probably not going to hedge it at all, honestly. I'm just presenting it in case other people have the same situation. Um, productive conversation, then. Yeah. Uh, the uh, forty. The, so here's what Superbook put out for possible Super Bowl matchups. It's basically the NFC team minus one in every single matchup. Right as of as of January twenty fourth. What's today? The twenty sixth. So like two days ago. So I mean, it's probably changed a little bit. Um, just because of the Mahomes thing, but we'll see. Okay. Did you? Anyway, I, I'm not betting against your Burrow here. I think I think it's going to be a great game. I will. I'll take the Bengals. You know, they've. I, it's not about like they've been the Chiefs' kryptonite, but Lou Anarumo is a really really good job defensively against. Like he doesn't get enough credit for what he's done against like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes in these playoff matchups. Good second half adjustment, so you don't worry about being like you know like Andy Reid taking care of you at the, at the break. Joe Burrow is a cold stone cold killer. I think they'll try to run some, but I think they'll also let him pass early, let him pass often. They've got a full complement of weapons. Burrow doesn't flinch at any environment, at any matchup, and they just went into Buffalo and, and did exactly what they need to do in Kansas City. Do I Will Mahomes get him back in it and keep it close? I mean, almost certainly. It'll probably be a great game. That's why the line is one. I don't think any. I don't think either team will blow either of these teams out. I think if, if, if either team has a double-digit lead, then both of them are capable of getting right back in the game, and nothing would surprise me in terms of the outcome. I think the Mahomes um, ankle injury is, is a way bigger deal than maybe it's being sort of like treated right now. I, I just think it's going to be hard to move in the pocket. It's going to be cold, probably pumping full of Toradol or whatever else, but it's just going to be difficult to be mobile for him out there. So I will take the Bengals 
uh, minus or plus one. I also have the Bengals in that teaser, as I mentioned. I'm going to take uh, three overs for the Bengals as well. Burrow over pass yards, 279 and a half. Jamar Chase over receiving yards, 83 and a half. And Samaji P. Ryan over rush and receiving yards, 36 and a half. He'll just be involved if this is a shootout. Um, and he can certainly break one on in either in either a receiving a reception or a rush. I like that mix it over too by you, RJ. Good luck. Thank you. So that's eight best bets for me. 15 You're trying. Seven. He's trying. 15 to seven is a winner right there. Sweep. Look at that. Two for Pete. A uh, four for Pete. Oh, four. Yeah. Four for each of y'all. Eight, eight best bets. It's just easy to look at those props and find props you like. I mean, I'm gonna have I might have 35 best bets for the Super Bowl. I got Jalen Hurts over. I like I gave in a prop today. Jalen Hurts over longest completion over 39 and a half. You want to add it on here? You can throw it in there if you want. All right. Give Pete a fifth bet. Toss it on there. Jalen Hurts over. Over longest completion, 39 and a half. Minus 199. I mean, since your guy Quez Watkins had a 91-yarder against the West. Yeah, I mean, you would, it'd be a real flipper if he hits that over, hits Quez for a 40-yarder. It's just a little scoop slam for you. All right. That'll do it for us. It's the uh, Conference Championship Best Bet Show. Next time Pete's on the show, it'll be in person. We'll be doing, uh, by the way, on CBS Sports HQ, we'll be doing an hour daily from the Super Bowl Pick 6 podcast show. Let's keep rolling us out there. So um, make sure you're uh, checking out CBS Sports HQ. Of course, we'll tweet out links to it. We'll let you know where you can go, but sort of you know, plan ahead if you want to join. You know, our listeners and viewers are always very loyal about helping us out on those shows in terms of getting viewership up. We always appreciate it. Um, I, I guess I hope some of y'all's bets win, but I hope I all mine win. Good luck this weekend. <laughs>